Hello, and welcome to another Cage Club Revisited. This is exciting because this is the first one we're recording since we've released some. Oh, nice. Okay, that's nice. A little, a little, uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> do we, uh, do we say our names on this? I don't remember. Uh, I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. No guest today. We no. are doing The Trust. Right, from last year. From, from last year, 20... Well, no, because this is going to release in 2018, oh, so... From 2016. 2016. I saw this movie at South by Southwest. So we are watching oh, right. DVD today. Mike, if you want to start it up. All right, and I'm going to hit play. Three, two, one. All right, I haven't seen this since we uh, reviewed it. Have you seen it before or no? No, uh... So you've only seen this not. once. So yeah, I'd only seen it once. I feel like this is a fitting movie. I just... I, uh, this is honestly not the reason I picked this movie. I picked it because it's short and nobody signed up for it. <laughs> But I feel like it's a fitting movie to watch this week as I have been heading down to Fantastic Fest oh, yeah. because Elijah Wood is always at Fantastic Fest. Oh, cool. Do we have subtitles on? Subtitles are on. We have our bingo cards. Wonderful. Oh, yeah, bingo cards. You go to cageclub.me, go to the uh, page for this or any other revisited episode, and you'll be able to uh, download, some download the cards. card, which also yeah. has instructions in the second tab in Excel. So not only do you get the card, but you also know what to do with the card. We should add a card spot for how many um, opening logos there are for companies that help oh, produce. Oh, like a Turbo Kid, like a 15 <laughs> thing in the beginning? Yeah, like a, if there's like an A24 or like whatever pops up. Because I think we just saw three of them, or four of them. So Vegas right off the bat. We should also add one for Saturn Films, just like in general. Oh, like yeah, if, if Kate Saturn. I'm going to write this down. So Saturn, number... See, this is Highland Films. Hassle-free productions, in association oh, with Ingenious, four the band, Electric Shot. I couldn't even read the fourth one; it went so fast. You got to check off. Uh, you got Las okay, Vegas got on your Vegas, card. Vegas, free spot. So this opens. Okay, just top building the credits. I have that. Okay, this opens with a rarity. Um, as we zoom into the, I really like the music in this too. But <laughs> there's Elijah. But the opening is. Someone it opens with someone just having sex. Oh, uh, awkward sex scene. I'm going to cross this off, right? This oh, is definitely and awkward. Yep. So awkward sex scene for sure. Let's see, now I got to catch up. Do I have any nudity? Right off the bat, this is a big. <laughs> just staring at the mole under her breast. Um, uh, let's see here. What else could I? There's Kate's mustache. Ooh. I... <laughs> We might have to condense this somehow because I feel like we have too many options. Like, I no, feel but that's like, the good thing, though, I think, because yeah, we don't want to have the, every game be the same. We want to eventually have... Like, if we could have 200 worthwhile things... Um, yeah, I guess you're right. The more, the better. Because I just remember last time we recorded with Zach, like, um, we won, like, right away one of the movies we fought. I think that's just <laughs> luck, though, because whether we have 25 or 200, it's going to be luck. I think I'm also going to add drugs and or smoking. Well, smoking, yeah. I mean, because um, Elijah right here smoking weed. Doggy dog. I just recently, like, how much he smoked in Snowden. Remember that? Yeah. So I have a category. I have a, I have a box in my bingo card. Elvis or the Beatles. Which this is a movie what? in. It's a movie in Las Vegas, but I don't remember if it happens or not. So mm. I, will, I will. You know who is in this? I'm looking forward to seeing Jerry plays, Lewis. Yeah, plays the late Jerry Lewis, Cage's dad. Someone returns from another cage film. I don't know if that's going to be the case. Was Jerry Lewis in another movie? No, it was just this no, one, No, right? I think it's just this one. And Elijah was in another one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to cross that box off. Overt sexism. Is that... Was the exploitation of well, that woman overt sexism? Or is this overt sexism uh, 
perpetrated by a character. Is that what we're looking for? I think so. Maybe by Cage. Okay. I think. You oh, know, nudity. Like, I got nudity yeah, in here. So, like, crazy eyes. Like, it has to be Cage's crazy eyes. You know, like. Well, if it's it has to, if it says Cage crazy eyes, yes. If it just says crazy eyes, it could be anybody doing crazy eyes. Oh, okay. All right. I can't believe I don't have mustache. Do we? Is mustache even a category? Oh my gosh! If it's not, I'll check it. He looks awesome in this movie. <laughs> just he's so confident in this one. I think we talked about how last year most of the movies he was in, like he really seemed to be having fun in them. As opposed to this year, he sort of doesn't really have as much like a fun presence. Yeah, which is a shame. So this is a movie I think I talked about when we did the episode for, but I saw this at South by. Uh, Elijah was there with the producers. I think Cage was supposed to be there, but he got sick or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or not right. the producers, the directors. But that was also the day that I uh, met Dominic Monaghan, a.k.a. Charlie from Lost, in real life, because cool. he and Elijah are buddies. Exactly. So he went to go visit his, or go watch his buddy's film, and that's cool. I'm just, like, I don't want him to be sexist, but I want him to be sexist for this, uh, for my bingo card. You know bingo. I, mean? mm-hmm. I know, yeah. Like, I hear you. I see a couple on mine that are coming up. I'm anxious to cross off. I just hope I remember to look when it happens. Mm-hmm. That's another thing you gotta, gotta look out for. I don't remember much of this. There's the guy in the closet I remember coming up that they just looked at. Which, depending if you're watching this as we're doing this, and if you started playing the movie a few seconds early, it would have been like, yeah, you're looking at the closet. Like, of course you know somebody's in the closet, but I remember. <laughs> My memory's like a steel trap with these cage movies. Not really. Well, if I recall, like, the only problem with this is sort of the central plot. Like, the characters were good. I feel like it's well-directed. Performances and it, it good. Like performances are good. It just sort of lacked a... I think, like I was saying, like, it lacked an extra twist when we recorded it. Like, when they get in the vault, which we'll get to. Um, <laughs> Elijah is still high. A little high. And he's doing forensics, like CSI? Yes. Okay. This is a role uh, not too far unlike the role we just saw Vengeance of the Love Story. I mean, we got a lot of cop cage recently. Oh, yeah. I feel cop, like once you get cage. into that like 50-year-old range, there's a lot of cop roles you can play, mm-hmm. whether you're a detective or a police chief or a... Lieutenant, right, commissioner. I mean... <laughs> ooh. I want to see... Uh, so we were... The guy in the background there. Yeah. Oh, you know what I want? So on Nerd on Nerd, which we just recorded as we're recording this, but as you're listening to this, came out a few months ago, Joe Two and I from Zack Attack, and now the newly re- released Boyfriend Material and Magic Mike's and Too Fast, Too, F- Too, Fast, Too Forever, mm. uh, we were talking about, they played a game on there, which movie would you want to see Zach Efron cast in? Did you get to that part of the podcast oh, when you were listening? Oh, uh, no, no. And no. they said, which one would it make the movie the worst? Like, like the if you add him in a role, would it make the movie way worse? Mm-hmm. And way which better. one would it be way better? And I said, genuinely, I want to see him as Robin in a Batman movie. Ooh. I want to see Cage as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, he'd be a great Commissioner Gordon. Absolutely. If we're casting... So remember when we were talking a while ago about programming a Cage Club Podcast Network marathon, like one from each movie or one from each actor, one yeah. from each podcast. If we were casting a Batman movie, 
with just the lead actors from our podcasts. Okay. Hoffman would have to be the penguin, right? It'd be yeah. a, the penguin's a bad Dude, guy. Check movie. this out. Keanu as the Joker. Oh. I, I like would, that. Yeah. I think that he would go a long way with it. So in so in the Lego <laughs> Batman movies, Channing is Superman, right? Yeah, and Galifianakis does a great Joker in that movie. I'm excited to watch those again for for Magic Mike's. We're not getting those. But who else do we have? Though. So can then Cage is Gordon, Shia, Shia would also be a good Robin. But Superboy. I... <laughs> well, I think we can't go too big. We need to keep it to a central Batman theme. We okay, let's bigger. keep it in Gotham City then. So uh, got, uh... I could see him playing something like the Scarecrow or the Riddler or someone crazy. But oh, you know what? I mean, it's not a podcast that happened. It's a podcast that almost happened. But when Kara and Jordan were going to do one for her and one for her, yeah. it's going to go back and forth, basically between wistful thinking and Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Sandra as Catwoman. That would be cool. Sandra as Batgirl, maybe. Is she young enough to play Batgirl? No, yeah, you're right. Maybe, yeah. I don't Catwoman know if she's young enough to be older. Catwoman, but yeah. But uh, would be I her? think, yeah, there's more range in playing who Catwoman, Batman? whereas Batgirl's mostly depicted as being a little younger. So we got Cage as who do we have? Commissioner Gordon. Are we including newly released podcasts? Yes. Okay, so... So we got Keanu as... Did you say the Joker? Yeah. We've got Zeph as Robin. We've got Philip Seymour Hoffman... As Penguin. As Penguin. We have... Soundtrack by Now and Again. It's all now that's <laughs> called music soundtrack. Yeah, we just rip it from... Right. So the wistful decades. thinking... There's Jerry. Oh. Hello, son. R.I.P. Rest in power. Uh, we have Sandra Bullock representing Wistful Thinking as Catwoman. Mm. We have Ryan Gosling, Channing Tatum, and Cars from okay. Fast and the Furious. It's car- okay, the Cars have to be the Batmobile. That's cool. <laughs> it's a Subaru Impreza. Um, but so it's who's, tough because so who's a better Batman? Is the question. Okay, so Tatum Gosling, or Gosling as do you know Nightwing, the grown sure. up? So I think Gosling oh, is because he's smarmy. Yeah, but he's got all the Batman like. So that makes Channing Tatum Batman, which is fine. Yeah, I could do that. It's not the best. He's a better Superman, I think. Yeah, but he's got more of the. I feel like he could do brooding better. Like I don't buy Gosling brooding yet. I haven't seen him really brood much. Maybe just the one where he has the. Um, Sex doll what was that Lars and the Real Girl? Yeah, which he's great in, but I feel like he could really do Nightwing. Oh man, defecation on the uh, kitchen floor! Not even his dog respects him. No one respects Elijah. Elijah doesn't even respect Elijah in this movie. Now I really want to see this Batman movie. Why can't we make this Batman movie? <laughs> aside from the fact that our Penguin is a dead person, they used to do this thing in this magazine called Wizard Magazine, which used to get at comic shops in like the nineties defunct and I think it's online now but they used to do dream casts like that like who would play the X-Men and yep. who would play the Batman movie and I remember Patrick Stewart even in like 1991 was a dream cast for Professor X oh so wow so it's like amazing when it finally happened everyone wondered if they, uh, if they casting directors yeah. like looked through old issues or something well, that's really cool do we have these guys have good rapport I'd like to see him do something else again Cage is drinking. He's not eating, though, so I can't cross off Cage yeah. eating. They're not... I don't, I don't know if they gamble in this one, which is so frustrating because they spend so much time in the casinos. So we basically <laughs> have a shot up a waitress's skirt, and there's no overt sexism yet, so I'm I'm still waiting. 
It's tough because, I mean, and I'm going to sound overly sexist, but it's Vegas. So, like, it's hard when... We just saw Ocean's 13, right? prostitution. Yeah, and, and it's like, like models who serve. Yeah, right. Cage. We're getting close to an overreaction. I'm glad we're watching this one because we just watched Vengeance of Love Story recently, and yep. it was a new cage that wasn't that great, and this is a newish cage that that's... Better, way better, That's way better, and, and better in retrospect after having seen a couple after this. Um, Army of One is that it? Or um, that's a good one. That's about. yeah, that's the best one he's done recently. Yeah. I also love Inconceivable, obviously. <laughs> oh right, right, but for different reasons. <laughs> is that overt sexism? No, there's not being. What overt was the call there? Uh, he's like, I think that guy's getting a hand job. <laughs> Why is he putting Tabasco on the lemon? Eh? Oh, Cage eating. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, no, he uh, didn't. He passed it to Elijah. That's got to be his thing. Like, uh, oh, no, Cage oh, eating. There he goes. I'm sure that was his thing. Like, how can we spice up the scene a little bit? What can I do? What can I bring to this? Has anyone ever done before? Because it reminds me of, like, Travis Bickle putting cheese on his apple pie and Taxi Driver. Have you ever seen Taxi Driver? Yeah, but that's the thing that people do, and I don't know. I don't know if they got it from that or if, you oh, know. I got thought because like I remember ordering that at a diner after seeing Taxi Driver in high school, thinking I was like cool and stuff, and the, and thinking it was a real thing. And the people at the diner looked at me sideways, like like what? Like we'll do it for you, but I don't know if that's a real thing. I've heard it before, and okay. I don't think it was just from Taxi Driver. Like people oh, do okay. it because I thought it was like to sort of illustrate how out of touch he is like he puts the cheese on the uh, pie and then you see like Jodie Foster puts all like the sugar and the jam on the bread like Mm. the eating habits in that movie are very strange it also probably is that too I don't think it's just like because it's not a necessarily normal thing is that an overreaction? That's probably an appropriate we reaction got a, a tough one with the subtitles is well is Cage stuttering or hesitating like uh it's going to be a tough one. That is a tough, I think it's just generally a tough one. I think that one's specifically designed for matchstick men. Piss! Blood! <laughs> the cage had to have been driving oh. already at some point. What's what's going on? When he sprayed the binaca the wrong oh, way first, yeah. and then he uh, sprayed it in his mouth. Just such little attention to detail in this. That's just wonderful. Do you think, like, um, he's so, like present in this film because he lived in Vegas and he just had to like wake up and like he was basically at work and he didn't have to travel it's like I hear about like Adam Sandler making movies where he wants to go on vacation um A I think that's why they turn out so bad but you know B I think that's why he makes so many movies is because he's just in a very comfortable location and situation and so like because I got the same... I don't know if he was living in Vegas during Next, but in that movie, too. Maybe he just loves Vegas and loves the energy and feeds off it. I think, if I remember right, he liked the script and stuff, but I'm sure the fact that it, he could wake up and just be at work is a nice benefit, a nice little perk. It's so funny, because I was listening back to a little of this review, as I do from time to time. Sometimes I just, like, just like drop the needle on one of our old episodes. Ooh. And I couldn't... I could have, like I was talking about how I liked Elijah Wood and stuff and everything, but like I couldn't remember him as uh, Frodo. Okay, like I think I heard myself like straining to refer to him as someone famous that he played, like one of his more famous roles, and I didn't go to Frodo. I was very surprised about that. I think of him as the guy from Wilfred. 
Oh, okay. Not Wilfred, because Wilfred's yeah, the, he's dog. the dog. What else do I think of Elijah Wood as? The guy from Fantastic Fest. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, because we're like the same age, like uh, seeing him on like The Tonight Show and he was always in movies like The Good Son. He was in more serious stuff as a kid, like The Good Son. And oh, so he's just like Adam Scott, serious actor turned to me to get there. He was in the, yeah, The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin. That was, that's a crazy like child thriller. Okay. Where, where Macaulay Culkin's like a, a bad, the bad son and like, oh, wow. So he's in, he was in something with Mel Gibson where they found him frozen like in a warehouse and he was like from the 40s or something <laughs> it was cool I Elijah think... Wood was frozen from the 40s no 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 Mel Gibson oh was... Mel Gibson was frozen from the 40s so he's even more racist <laughs> <laughs> they thaw him out and he finds his like long lost love and they hide him in a tree house and he starts to like age quickly huh that's Strip close club. to an overreaction by Elijah freaking out but I'm not going to cross it off Cage is in a car, but he's not driving. He, Elijah gradually gets, like, his freakout escalates by the end of this film, you know? Yeah. Like, he's constantly freaking out, but it's more and more... As, oh, this is my favorite little moment in the, in the movie, I think. When he just stops the car with his hand. <laughs> just so... I don't even know if there's a car there. He might have just done that, you know and what I mean? And they added like, it in, like, the sound effects in post. What is he doing? Oh, I know what he's doing. Okay. I get it. Did we, we didn't see an airplane, did we? No. Like, we're in Vegas, and it's, all, it's in a flight pattern, it's obviously. It's so close to everything, yeah. Oh, boy. That's what, uh, man, like, when you're in Vegas, that's what's so great about the airport. It's, like, 20 minutes from everything. <laughs> so, like, yep. you don't waste any time getting to your hotel. So, I have in a single column on this bingo sheet, extreme facial expression, overreaction, and crazy eyes. So, if somebody <laughs> really has a freakout, that's three-quarters, three-fifths of a bingo right there. You know what I mean? I can't wait till Cage stands on something weird. Um, <laughs> if I recall, he's they're singing. See, that's another thing I get thrown. Like if there's, that's almost singing. Wait, is that accentuating an oddly specific word? Sure, I'll because give it to well, you. he does it at the end too. But all right, cool. What's the code? What's the code? What's the code? Because we're all winners. It's a nice little aerial shot. Airplane? No. <laughs> <laughs> Likely a drone, though. Probably a drone. This is interesting. I feel like you could do a whole movie about um, the evidence warehouse locker. That's, that's Donkey Donkey Breath or whatever from... No, no. That's the guy from Earl. That's Earl's brother. My name is Earl. That's not the guy from Salute Your Shorts? No, no. This is the guy from like American History X and all the Kevin Smith movies. He's in Mallrats. He's staring oh, okay. at the magic eye. Ethan Embry or something? No, not Ethan Embry. Ethan, something like that, though. But like I was saying, I could watch a movie about like this place. Seeing all the stuff that comes in and out, and right, him playing Russian roulette. It's hey, wait a second. This guy was also on Twin Peaks: The Return, which took place in Vegas. He was like Dougie Jones' one friend at eating the hot dog. Walked up to him, but I mean, everybody was in. Uh... Told him where he lived. The house with the red door. Red door. Red door. <laughs> You're right, everyone was in there. Douglas Jones. Ernie Hudson was probably the one actor I really was wanted to see back more than anyone else that never returned except for him. Man, this is so good. I love I just love it. I love him walking confidently with towels. Oh, he's in disguise. Do we have in disguise in here? I don't. I don't either, but it is 
it should be on the list somewhere. So did he actually get a job here? here or is he go. just like no, he's in disguise, he's undercover. Man, here goes so his good. Jerry Lewis when he fumbles this thing, he's gonna <laughs> That's like as much as we really get, but a little of this sneaking around. This is very, very good. That suit reminds me of the one he wears in um, Valley Girl, where he's at the usher at the um, movie oh, theater. with the 3D glasses? Yeah. Valley Girl was on TV the other day, and I was at my friend's house, and I, we were, like, watching the beginning. I was like, just wait, Kane shows up. And, like, I, f- I forgot that he doesn't show up for, like, a while, because... Mm-hmm. Like, 15 minutes. Because, yeah, even if he's just <laughs> That's so amazing. good. Because even when he's old uh, Charlie Bodell, he, like, stumbles in late, and then he, you know, he it's young or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is, Is that... that would, you, would you consider that Cage working out? He's boxing, <laughs> shadow boxing? I love it, though, how he's bonding with the, you know, the other waiters and everything, and he's undercover. Like, he's really getting into it. Not that truck. Yes, yes. <laughs> This is also really good storytelling in terms of, you know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. no words, it's just... Montage-wise, right. Yeah. It's showing everything. Like, it's progressing the story, and it's also funny. It's it's extending his character, you know? Like, look at how serious, you know, when he realizes that there's something up, he, he quits the joking around. Yep. Stake out. Because he's very good at what he does. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you know... It, it, they almost pull it off. Like... It's not his fault. His only problem was trusting Elijah Wood to, you know, not to grow a backbone. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, he picked the perfect person, you know, just someone with no spine, and then at the at 11th hour. The trade in the end. Is this a uh, dramatic tonal shift? We just went from sort of joking around in the montage. I'll give it to you. One. Okay. Nice. I'll give it to you unless it wins you a column. No, no, it hasn't. I'm actually not that close. I've got two in a few different ways, but I don't have a, I don't have anywhere with three yet. I know I'll get there eventually, but I'm not there yet. I'm going to add montage to the list. Is that when I mean I I I wonder if we should establish a rule sort of like if you missed it it's too bad like yeah because uh, I feel like Ethan Embry threatens Elijah Wood in that scene and I forgot to mark off if someone makes a threat but I'm sure he gets threatened again yeah I think it's a verbal acknowledgement you have to to point it out in the moment as it's happening yes (laughs) the best response I like that he doesn't give he doesn't even you know merit Elijah with a name I just like how is he playing that? Is he like forgetful sort of, or just like a yeah. jerk or like I I think it's like um sort of like a jerk who's like starting to sort of forget stuff like Alzheimer's ish. I get it. But that is totally the best um response to seeing Elijah Wood at your front door. <laughs> just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Does Katie have a tattoo in this movie or no? I've been I've been looking, but he's got long sleeves on. I don't think they shot this in the summer. Vegas does get really cold. And also really hot. 
That's the weather report. <laughs> no, but it is kind of, you know, if you are going to go to Vegas, just take a jacket at night because uh, it gets colder than you'd expect quicker than you'd want. <laughs> Cage outsourcing his spy work to homeless people. Elijah's cool with that. <laughs> Cage got some good facial expressions going. Is it extreme though, or not yet? Well, it was kind of like it seems kind of extreme. I missed it though. I wasn't looking. I was looking at my phone. <laughs> All right. I don't like a gender flopped. Uh, oh my gosh! As Nancy Drew, it was nudity, but it was male nudity. <laughs> why did he? Why? Oh, was that he gave the prank? He gave the camera to a guy, wasn't it? And like the guy, oh, took right, a bunch the of homeless pictures. man. So he yeah. took a picture of his own Wang. Got my it. Wang. <laughs> yeah, that's why I used Wang. Red Apple. A little is Tarantino that, reference? Yeah, is that sort of like a director's Easter egg? Maybe. I'll allow it because, you know, it's so minor and it wouldn't mean anything. Like, what I don't like is when they sort of, um, like, if it was like a billboard or something for Red Apple cigarettes. I like that, you know, Elijah was just, like, basically shitting his pants. He was so nervous this woman was going to, like, get mad at him. He's like, give you $100. She's like, all right. There we go. Just like that, he's in. What is Cage saying? Wipe it to oh oh they what are they erasing um, camera footage? Oh no, they're they're trying to like ID somebody. Talk about food. It's such a like it's a weird little movie too, mm-hmm. you know. Like it feels real. It just you know, like I love the music. I just wish there was some more music going on here, and at times it just gets a little too quiet. Like score or yeah, like or well, like score or like I'm not saying it needs to be wall to wall like Ocean's movies, but like they do bring in that type of music, that sort of like jazzy funk breakbeat stuff. Uh, I just wish they laced it in a little more, maybe with like some sinister tones and You know what I wish they had? One song by Elvis or the Beatles. Then I would get another checkbox. I don't think it's gonna happen. I mean it's amazing when you're in Vegas and you don't see Elvis, it's just like the most perplexing thing in the world. I just watched that clip again of Bruno Mars's Little Elvis. Oh yeah. It's great. And we were talking on the Zach Zach clip show about Tiny Elvis, because Zach hosted one episode of SNL and just had nothing to do but I was like you know Cage had like characters like he played Tiny yeah. Elvis and played his character from Moonstruck again and it's crazy about Tiny Elvis is um, Rob Schneider played him after Cage was like on another episode like they continued which is very weird that bit yeah they only did once or twice more but I don't think that's ever been done before like that a uh, guest established a character that went on to have multiple skits 
as someone else playing him. Cage has to go back on SNL. I mean, why would... But why would they want him? You know what I mean? Like, because, well, if they're smart, they'd want him because of his, like, internet following, because of his, you know... Right, like, I would watch, and I don't normally watch. Yeah, like, there's... So much time has changed now. I mean, think of the digital short they could make with him. I mean, especially if, like, the Lonely Island guys were still there, they could have really knocked it out the park with him. Yeah. Um, Like, imagine if he popped up in Laser Cats or something. (laughs) That would have... They got Spielberg to be in a Laser Cat episode, for crying out loud. I mean, Tom Hanks is David S. Pumpkins. Mm Mm-hmm. So, they could get him. I just don't know why. Like, it feels like... I don't know. Wait, uh, bad accent here? Sure. <laughs> I like it. He's being sneaky. Should we add subtitles to the list? I feel like it doesn't happen enough. We could. Mm, okay. I will. Sure, why not? Sometimes that's like the game, right? If it doesn't happen a lot. Then you pulled it like, uh, you know, maybe you didn't pull the best card. Sure. It's all just done through random.org, so... I gotta update our list, and I gotta upload the file and replace the master. And then you, listener, dear sweet listener, even, actually, we haven't gotten to the episodes, releasing the episodes that have the bingo card, so all this that you're hearing oh, man, on the 12th right. Case Club Revisited is retrofitted back into the first episode oh, of the bingo cards. That, okay, so maybe... <laughs> Which is we, good. Okay, so yeah, because they'll, be ha- they'll have all of these things. As we're, we're pointing making, them out, they can look We're making down. things better. Very cool. Very, very cool. Very cool. Let's see here. Oh, I oh. Like he's got the... Uh, the suntan lotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do... I just really like... The little moments in this get they get it all right. It's just, mm-hmm. I think maybe because we are not really listening that we're talking over it, but it feels like it's slow-ish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a lot of build-up. I, re- I remember that being an issue when we were recording the episode yeah. that it just lacked a certain kick. That's a nice little moment where Elijah does this whole thing in tape and then. The B attacks him and just like it's all screwed up, that he doesn't fix it. Hmm. It's, uh, yeah, I mean. You know what? This might have needed a third person in on it. You know, maybe. like halfway through the movie, someone finds out what they're doing, and like maybe the prostitute or something comes back that's. You know, hanging around too much. No, no, but it does. It just feels like maybe one more extra element needed to be involved somehow. And you know what else is like? Usually, in in kind of heist or caper things, you see a lot of the people they're stealing from, and we really don't know any of those people in this movie whatsoever. Which I think is kind of like, I think that might help defend the fact that they're not really bad guys; that they're more so just uh, normal bad guys, kind of, because, like, if you know who they're stealing from, then they put a face to the crime, and they're, like, stealing from people, as opposed to just this idea of getting stolen from, you know? 
I think it also helps a little to show how inept they are. Like they don't even bother to really also that dig too deep and also also that. So what else? What other? Uh, what's up? What other movies do we have between now and the time this comes out? We have um, what other Cage movies are coming out this year? We I know that we have a ton of them. I just don't know what's this year. What's the, the next one year. that always sticks in my head is Mom and Dad. We have Mom and Dad, obviously. which I'm going to see soon. Maybe Saturday night, I think. Um, we also have is Mandy this year? Or is Mandy next year? Cage Club, the Humanity Bureau, Mom and Dad, Looking Glass, and Number Two Eleven, and also Between Worlds, are all scheduled for 2017. Then for 2018, Mandy, Red Squad, Xander, and Primal. Okay. Do we have? Do we? All right. Um, I don't know what like any of those are about, except for um, I think Primal. I heard about Primal is uh, snakes on a plane, but uh, boat a zoo on a boat. Yeah, I mean, I put all the descriptions in that email that I sent Marco, which, if you're listening to this, go listen to the episode where we interviewed Marco Kiris, if you haven't heard it yet. And um, I already forget what they're about. Like, it's it, a lot of it seems like revenge-based things. Well, one of them was uh, the Whatever Bureau one is like... Humanity Bureau? That's sci-fi, isn't Bureau. it? Yeah, like he's smuggling a person over the border in, in a weird dystopian future or something. Do you think that that bureau is adjacent to the Adjustment Bureau? <laughs> Spoilers, but weren't the Adjustment Bureau supposed to be angels? Was that their weren't whole they? baggage things? I never saw the whole movie, but I remember um, like reading about it and hearing about it when it came out. And Yeah, the men with hats that yeah. can open doors anywhere. That was a movie I liked enough to buy, and then once I owned, I was like, I don't need to watch this again. <laughs> a lot of those on my shelf that I sort of need to deal with. Forget about that one, Matt Damon. Who's the girl? Is it Rebecca Hall? No, no, no. The one from... Um, Emily Blunt? Yeah. I was going to say the one from Edge of, Edge of Tomorrow. Is that it? Edge of Tom Cruise. Edge of Tomorrow, Lift, I Repeat. She's amazing in that movie. Full Metal Bitch. That's right. I need to see that movie again. I think I've only seen that once in theaters, and I loved it. Yeah, you know, I went, I went with my dad toward the end of its run, and he's not like that into like stuff like that but he really enjoyed it too he he because he likes groundhog's day and that's like a groundhog day movie mm-hmm. but he's not a huge like alien invasion guy but he liked the groundhog aspect of it yeah i mean you guys should watch before i fall together with my girl zoe dutch which is basically <laughs> like a, a coming of age drama well, i won't have uh taken him to happy death day if you've heard about that i know about happy death day yeah, absolutely <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm not saying I won't be going, but I'm just not gonna take him. Like he wouldn't. He didn't want to go with me to see Mother. He didn't want to go with me to see It. He's Missed just out. Not into horror. Can we? Can we talk about Mother? Can we spoil would, Mother? <laughs> dude, I would love to, but I mean, should we? Is the or should we just wait until after we're done recording? <laughs> well, I guess yeah. We we are tonight. We are driving to. The Alamo Draft House in Yonkers, New York, to see Fight Club on the big screen at 35mm. And really, I mean, like, it's cool to see a movie that I like on the big screen. The reason I'm going, though, is because I want that slide t shirt. Well, I mean, do you want to just go pick up our shirts? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come I back here and it. watch Fight Club? No. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, of course. No. Um, 
slide. Wait, so before that, um, oh yeah, so I do, but I do have, you know, a mother, not, I mean, it's not even a theory, it's just, you know, well, uh, like, so what's my reading? What's weird about mother, and this is being vague, is there's so much happening on screen that it should be three hours. Well, it's not even that, like, your brain is able to pick up on some of the obvious... So I feel like, okay... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are definitely obvious things that... Right. I, I just missed, because there's so oh, okay. much coming at you. Uh, there was one early... We'll talk about that, it later. We'll yeah. talk about it later. But there was one early on um, uh, that, that made me really made me go, oh. I feel like it's the kind of movie where if you hate it, you're going to pick up on all that because you're not into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're going to be like, oh, now this, it's, like, I get because it. Because it can be very insulting to people, I feel. You know, it... Um, We'll get into that too if you want, but I f- yeah, I feel like the people that don't like it are looking at themselves and seeing something they don't like. That's possible. That's very possible. How long does it take to get to Yonkers from here? Like forty minutes, forty-five minutes. I think. Okay, forty. We got plenty of time. We got nothing but time. Oh, what? Oh, nothing. I thought that this was. Um, I thought we had an appearance by um, a hip hop star in this movie. Do you have that on the card or no? No, but it, it is a card marker, right? It, it is, is a card marker, okay. yep. I thought that this guy was someone, but I'm thinking of um, the Keanu movie we watched. Which movie was that? When he was the... It was like the one we where Joe 2 was on, and the girl didn't know she got raped by Keanu's partner. Oh, 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 with... Uh, Anna de Armas whole, from yeah. Knock Knock. It yeah. is. She was good in it's it. It's not too. the whole truth. No, but it was the one like right after Exposed. that. Exposed. Exposed. Yeah, yeah. So there's a rapper in that that was like awesome at acting and hadn't really been in much. Yeah. Oh, double entendre, maybe. Sort of. Kind of. This reminds me of. Wait, does he kill him here or no? If he doesn't, that's how the scene should end. Because, because I feel guest. like that's we... the guest. Spoilers for the guest, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. We need to see, though, him be lethal. Like, oh, look how big daddy he looks here. <laughs> Super big daddy. <laughs> now, child. Like, I just feel like if they had an extra couple hundred bucks, maybe they could have gotten, like, Tyree for that role. There, oh, we that, there we go. I was also thinking while we were driving, and this, again, I don't know when I'm being racist or when I'm actually right... But it kind of looked like uh, Michael K. Williams, Michael Kenneth Williams. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Just in like he could play that, but it's also way too smart of a role for either of them, I think, you know? Because I mean, he's on screen for mm-hmm. two and a half minutes and he gets killed. True. Spoilers for this movie. I also have... So we've released four episodes of this as of this recording. Do this... <laughs> I haven't heard of anybody listening to these. I don't know if people are listening to these. If you are... Email mailbag at cageclub.me and let us know. And I wouldn't blame you if you don't want to hear these, but, you know... it's. I just want to keep that feed going, basically. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, we're going to have those real episodes, quote-unquote. But it's also like, you know, what... This isn't hurting anything, right? You know? Yeah, and we're never going to do this for Keanu, so... No, yeah, you don't have that to worry about. Although, I guess we could, in theory, just Mm. do select movies. Because it's not like we like all Cage movies, although one of the first six or seven we did was Amos and Andrew for some no good goddamn reason. <laughs> or what I was also thinking was um, like maybe for phase two of Keanu which um, isn't going to be for like a while till next year. Like we just do 
we do them like this. Like, we watch the movie together and talk about it as we're watching it and just do it for the length of the movie. But, I don't know. Just Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean, phase two for Keanu? Yeah. Like, new Keanu movies, you mean? Yeah. Like, instead of doing a real episode, do a commentary? Hey, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Interesting, interesting. We'll have to figure it out. I like doing the real episodes. Depends. I mean, it depends on the. They're movie. shorter. I'll tell you that. They are shorter. Right. I wouldn't want to have to like sit through the um, eating disorder movie again. To the bone. Do, yeah. Although um, this is also going to be the first episode that I went back and actually kind of edited. Like, I'm not going to edit out gaps because it's meant to play along with the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go back through and edit out. You know, if there's sniffles or if there's like sips of water or whatever. Silent so. Stuff. Because I did it for the uh, We Are Your Friends Revisited episode that we did for Zack Attack, and I mean, it was like an hour 40, and it probably took me like just over two hours to edit. Like, it's not, you know, it's basically one-to-one, because you're just sort of listening, and if something, if there's a weird noise, you take it out, but otherwise you leave it in. Yeah, there's no trimming. No trimming, no removing awkward statements like, January Jones looks so cute when she brushes her teeth. (laughs) Everything's just in there to stay. I also found, like, really... I think the key to a good commentary, especially for people who aren't listening to this while watching, is just to keep talking about literally anything. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Because I, I even... It's weird when you're listening to ones on like official DVDs. Right. Like I was listening to one recently, and sometimes there's just like long gaps of silence, and it's like, what happened in this part? Are they talking about something that they needed to edit out or... Do they just have nothing to say? Good question. Why aren't they just talking about what they had for breakfast? Like, just keep that momentum up if you can. Did we talk about our dimension on a previous episode? Cage rolling up in a... Cage drives. Oh, there we go. Cage is driving. Um, Is that it? No, that's shaving. Oh, I have that. I don't think it's going to happen. There we go, driving. Oh, Um, getting a little closer. Yeah, I I have reached a standstill on my card. Um... Did I talk about how Pete Holmes a while ago did commentaries on some of his favorite movies? Like no. he, he did There Will Be Blood. He did. Hmm. I don't remember. Let me see here. I listened to the ones. Like here's another thing I was gonna say too. Is like I listened to some of the ones that the Red Letter Media guys do. Like they've done select commentaries, like Gremlins and the thing and stuff. Uh, and they're good at it. They, there's always three of them. And there's really never a lull because they do just talk about whatever they they go off topic and ramble on and um, there goes Cage kind of jogging off. There he goes, Cage running. Oh, is that working? In. Is that Cage works out? No. <laughs> no, I think um, we need to see him like pumping pumping iron, lifting weights, or on the treadmill. Yeah, you made it weird. Movies is what he called it, huh? Um, let me see what this is. He didn't do a lot, and they were all paid. Okay. Uh, I can't find it on here. You made it weird. I like Pete Holmes. I haven't listened to much of his podcast, though, and uh, haven't watched his television show, but I haven't seen his stand-up, and I do like that. Okay, here uh, we go. What what you, what you know about green eggs and ham? <laughs> He did Drive with Patrick Walsh. Okay. He did Glengarry Glenn Ross with Joe uh, DeRosa. He did leads. Almost Famous with Doug Benson. I'm a golden he, has he did American Psycho with 
compete in the, enough with Amir Blumenfield. Hmm. And I feel like there's there will be blood. Uh, I don't know. Paul F. Tompkins was on a one of the first. I would I was on the first too. one. Yeah, was the very first one. Yep. Yeah, talking about that experience. It seems so. It seems like so bizarre. Like I would have felt like like it just didn't. I thought there would be much more, like, order or just be taken more seriously. But it just seems so lax and, like, whatever. Yeah, just just stand there. We're going to roll. Oh, yeah. Like, Pete Holmes and Paul F. Tompkins did There Will Be Blood. Huh. Pete and John Mulaney did The Assassination of Jesse James or The Coward oh, Robert Ford. Love that movie. You so those are, they sold them for, like, oh. two bucks. And they were, you know, those are three-hour movies. So that's of, smart. You know, if you're going to sell it, pack it. Like, they should do Che. Oh, you know, because it's four and a half hours and we just... Recorded that episode the other day. Yeah, like I spent ten bucks on these. You know, I spent like two dollars per thing. And I don't think I listened to any of them just because they're all. You know, you can always listen to it without watching. But I was meant to listen while watching. You know, which mm-hmm. again, if you're listening to this, email mailbag at keepsclub.me. I tell you, like I'd rather uh, not rather, but a lot of times when we're recording, yeah. Episodes and stuff. I have the movie on in the background, and I'm just sort of like flipping through it. Just I think Joe does that too. I don't usually. I don't always, but there's no magic mysticism in this movie, which is no, bad. I don't think no. Cage has grunted yet. No tattoos. He doesn't cry. There's no beach. There's no billiards or bowling. I mean, people have been threatening people left and right, but I still haven't marked it off because I just like it's hard. It's sort of hard to hear. Yeah, there's no peaches, there's no school, there's no flashback. I forget, like... No shaves. I got a rough card for this movie. I forget how clumsy Elijah Wood's character really comes across in this. Like, maybe he's doing more Jerry Lewis than Cage. I think maybe they're both doing a touch of it. Oh. Because he, he like, tripped earlier jumping over a fence. Like, he just tripped walking into here. He got attacked he got by the bee. attacked by the bee. He got, like, knocked over by the guy coming out of the closet. I'm crossing off clumsy. overreaction for killing these two people. You know. Oh, yeah. And I also feel like um, earlier when he, John Wick, the dude in the head. Anytime someone gets shot in the head, I just have like been referring to it as John Wick. But when he wicked the guy earlier, that seemed like an overreaction. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think we're getting any peaches in this one. Unfortunately, is there overt? Let's 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 see. If there's overt sexism in the scene where they're manhandling a woman and putting her on the bed. <laughs> Getting very creative with the bed placement in terms of yeah, what were they doing there? They're like putting tying her hands behind her back and putting it underneath the bed. Oh, I see. Post. They lifted the. That's why they were. But like you would think that I think I don't remember if she escapes from that, but like it's, it's it seems escapable. You know what I mean? Like that's not that heavy. Dude, he, that's a pretty Grizzly. menacing looking disguise too. Like the way yeah. that the goggles are sort of like what like bolted onto the ski mask. And, I would agree with that. I wouldn't want to base that guy in a dark alley in Las Vegas or otherwise. We have no murder or death on here. You know what I could have used a little bit of in this movie is just a montage of them being normal cops for a little bit. Like, well, we have the opening scene kind yes, of. You but know I, I mean? another one or two of those could have gone a very long way. Seeing Cage pull someone over for like a traffic violation. I mean, I'm not even sure if that's what his. Uh, a la the beginning is. of the Wicker Man. <laughs> well, hopefully with better results than uh, you drop the you drop this truck. animal. 
giant truck crashing into the car, exploding it on fire with the girls inside. Like, woof. Is that an Elvis song? No. I think I that was Peter Gint, the um, Peter Wolf theme. Oh, so I talked to Holly sort of recently. She said she's definitely down to do some of these, so cool. she'll be on soon. Nice. She was just busy for a while, and she didn't know she could do them, but sort of, I think, life has calmed down a bit, so she'll be on. Cool. So Because I, I, when I think of, now when I think of Wicker Man, I think of Holly, because yeah. I think that was the first episode she was on, where she's like, oh, you're such a delight! That was still, I think, like, yeah, top three episodes for me when we were recording. Uh, what's in the bag? Shark or something? I saw on Twitter recently, somebody put up a, a poll about the Wicker Man, and it said, what's in the bag? And one oh, choice yeah, was yeah. a shark... And the second choice was, or something. <laughs> I'm still not sure it's a shark. I mean, it's not, but, like, the fact that they he asks about it makes me think that maybe it is a shark, you know? They just mess with him so bad, it's like, every, you know, you can't trust the word they say. <laughs> that movie's got overt sexism. Still waiting on it here. This is a really, really elaborate plan to rob these people. You know what I mean? Like, but isn't this scene play so nice with a little bit of music over it? It does, and it's not even that you know breakbeat stuff I wanted. <laughs> that, that is a crazy facial expression. Gage laughs maniacally, crossing <laughs> yeah. that off. Extreme. That's extreme facial expression. You yeah. think? Oh, we, we don't have crazy eyes. That's, that's crazy, crazy eyes. eyes. <laughs> um. But if this is something, you know, sort of like the Oceans movies, where, like, how much do they pay for the setup to then make money on a heist? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I know you got to spend money to make money, but, I mean, come on. I feel like that's a fair comparison, because they're both these quirky Vegas heist things. This sure. is, like, the anti-Oceans in a lot of ways, but it's still trying to be, you know, like, hip and fun. Well, like, how how in the Oceans movies, literally everything works out for literally mm-hmm. everyone, and in this movie, everybody dies. <laughs> Spoiler for the end of this movie. I also want to know, if you are listening to this, have you already listened to our regular episode of The Trust? Oh, look, she's escaping, Joey. You were right. It's easily escapable. It's not a great plan. They yeah. just wanted to be a little nicer to her, I think, but, I mean, come on. Oh, they fucked the drill, right? The bit? It was too hot because they were they were trying to get it from Germany, right? And that didn't happen, or something. Or maybe they did, and maybe it just went through. No, they they ordered it. What? I love how much Cage loves food in this movie. He's just super into it. He's so upset. He could tell they changed the recipe. (laughs) (laughs) And we're about halfway through this movie too. So thanks, Cage. This is a pretty uh, midway point. I'm, is, cage eats has got to be a category, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have cage eating. Oh, yeah, because we did the onion or the lemon covered the Tabasco. The Tabasco thing. Him eating was close to grunting. I'm not going to cross that off. Um, crying now. Man, there's some tough ones here. I've got a path to victory. If we get an airplane, the <laughs> facial expression, or if he shaves, that's not going to happen. He's got to stand on something weird and a, a musical instrument. Those are my two easiest wins, probably. You have four? You have four, or you have just... No, I have three. Okay. I, it, those are my easiest, too, because... Yeah, I mean, I've got three in two directions. I don't think we're going to get an Elvis or the Beatles, but I don't think he's going to shave. Either. So I don't think that's going to happen at the bottom. 
Who's this guy? Is he back from something? No, but this is the guy that should have joined their plan. Wait, no, he is from Stuff. I, I recognize him but as a character from a cage actor, thing? but I don't think he's been in Cage before. Because this is what happened... Was it Doggy Dog when they took on the fourth... What, what one was it when they were robbing a bank? Was that a Keanu movie? Oh, God, it was. Oh, this is Stephen Williams. This is a guy... He's one of the guys who was X, or Deep Throat, in X-Files. Oh, okay, He's cool. one of them. Cool, cool, He was cool. also in It. Yeah, the original... No, what? the new right. it. Oh, he's in the new it. Oh, he's the grandfather. I see. Yeah, I know. I recognize him from tons of stuff. But leftovers. He's been in 129 things. His name is Stephen Williams. This guy's just real solid. I'm just looking back to see if he's been in anything cage related. 21 Jump Street. So we'll get to that. Oh, that's Magic that. Mike's. Yeah, he was the Ice Cube plays his role from 21 Jump Street. He's like the commander, whoever. Let's see here. Scrolling back, scrolling back. X-Files, he's played Mr. X for 14 episodes, yep. You know who else was Mr. X was, um... Oh, what's her name? Blonde from... Oh, Lori Holden. Huh. From The Walking Dead and stuff. Like, I was like, I don't remember her being... She was also kind of one that, you know, was there so that Mulder could kind of fall in love with her. Mm. As he fell in love with everybody. Uh-oh, here we go. It's impressive to me on some level. He was also in the original. He was in the, he was in the TV show Jump Street. Did you know that? He was in 97 episodes of the TV show. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ice Cube revived his role for the movie. Oh, movies. Yeah. okay. So, but he was also in the movie. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, okay, because Johnny Depp's in that movie. Like, yeah, and... Um, oh, he's also in Hill Street Blues for two episodes. I guess that... Was Jump Street was a crossover? Was, what, maybe. Because Jump Street had a spinoff called Booker because... Uh, whoever was playing Booker, I, should, I don't remember his name, but he left and got his own show... Like, after the first season. No, yeah, he's not in any cage movie. It is impressive to me that I can thumb through a guy's IMDb and see pretty quickly if they've been in the cage movie or not. Like, I just sort of have all of them recognizable. And he's done, you know, 84 to date as we're recording this. So there's there's not just a few. Gotta search from 81 to present. Oh, so I'm sure... I mean, this is breaking news for us today about Cage, but I'm sure this is old news now. I just read that Crudes 2 is back on. Oh! Because I don't know if you remember, they did a Netflix cartoon for yes. Crudes. So was Dream it a prequel like, or something? That was... I'm not sure what that was. So was nobody I, from the movie was involved? No, no, no. Just the characters. Just the same characters. I don't know if it's a prequel or if it's a sequel, but... We gotta get our Crudes expert Brian Petronchak back. Exactly. But the, and DreamWorks was quoted as saying the franchise is very much alive. Because didn't when we recorded the Crudes episode, which was, you know... Two years ago at this point, basically. Mm-hmm. They said that it was going to be out like in 2020 or something. Like it was like. No, it was supposed to come out in 2016 first. Or be oh. First start. Yeah, it was going to. That's why I think Brian signed on because he's like, oh, I'll do both of these. They'll okay. be out like pretty quick to one Yeah, that was supposed to be out, I think, with by now. And then uh, now it just got re- green lit or whatever they said. I guess you guys just got to get Emma Stone back, right? Like that's the big one. Well, yeah, the money is what's is uh, basically what's unless Emma Stone's character isn't in it, but I don't know how they could do that. You know, they, maybe She's, they marry her off in the beginning because also Deadpool. You know, like all these people. Oh right. <laughs> like there's really uh, big stars. Man, if they oh, were man. smart. They would turn it into a musical or something. You know, they needed like. Oh man, I want Cajun musical so bad. You want him in a western, I want him in a musical. How about we just put him in a musical western? Dude, I'm up for it. You know what they used to have, like, those... 
like in the fifties, where it would be like a pirate movie, but everyone would just like burst into song. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. <laughs> like they should do like a big giant Technicolor crazy ass Music Man style, like singing. Well, they did Paint Your Wagon. You ever hear of that movie? It's like the singing western. It's like I've a, heard of it. I've never seen it, but I've seen it been made fun of a lot. Uh, it would have been perfect for Cage. You know what else I could see him doing is, uh, oh god, I'm not gonna know the name of the episode. The episode of the of the Simpsons that Conan wrote, where they come in with the monorail. Mm, yeah, so that's the one based on the Music Man, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to see Cage in that role though, either mm. the Music Man or the monorail episode. Uh, I recently rewatched this Jeff Goldblum movie called Pittsburgh, where okay. he decides to join a um, a very local, small local theater group in Pittsburgh that is putting on the Music Man and he wants to play the lead role mm-hmm. and it's about him like kind of totally regretting it and yet going through with it at the same time it's it's hilarious you gotta check it out I'm gonna cross off extreme facial expression because Cage is about to sledgehammer this thing and Elijah freaked out I still need Airplane to win though so I don't know if that's gonna happen or not <laughs> is that a grunt? no it's a woot Alright. Can't believe there's been no helicopter either. I know. Well we have the closest thing we had is that your own shot, which doesn't count for anything. Nah. I uh Maybe we should do something about like long hair, short hair. I mean we don't have to put short hair, but maybe if we had like a long hair or crazy hair or Cameron Poe. Because he's got normal hair in this, I'd say. This is just cage hair. But there are definitely movies where He's got nuts of hair. It's usually when it's longer. We should almost do like a uh, a cage movie score. Like if he has normal hair, give him one point. If he has crazy hair, give him three points. That's another game we could play. We've got to figure out, and this is an off-air discussion, what games we want to play for the podcast, which is now airing, which we've had two episodes. No, no, I'm sorry. It's a weekly podcast, not a monthly podcast. Hello. So we've had... Um, Maybe six episodes already come out by now? I don't remember them spending this much time here. Well, this is like the the big thing, you know? So... I just remember it coming at, like, kind of a later date. But, or at least not it lasting so long. But there's only about a half hour left, so... We're getting there. I think for the podcast, I think we talked about a while ago, we could do a recast game where you could just recast all the main roles. Um, but what else could we do is the question. Because even like the Zack Attack games that we have, we're not going to carry over to Boyfriend Material or Magic Mike's. I mean, we might bring over some like, you know, like Mailbag and stuff, but, you know, recast. Crying and Shirtless aren't going to, I guess, a recast we could do. It's like, I just want to come up with fresh stuff. I was also talking to Wistful Thinking Ladies, and, uh, we were talking about how I, I, I was saying how I think there there could be a game in that, and so they might just take they might I mean as you're listening to this they might have already done it, but they might do Mash, which remember like the mansion apartment shack house where oh. you like write down like four people you would marry, how many kids you would have, what kind of car you would have, what kind of job you'd have, how much money you make, okay. and then you like do the tally marks and you say stop, and then you cross off each one until whatever. Um, Janet Varney does that on her podcast, The JV Club. But I was like, you know, for a podcast all about nostalgia, I was like, the, the games are the most fun part for me on Zack Attack. I'm like, I think you guys should have some games. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think of other games like that. So there's Mash. There's also the game where you like do like the 
the hand thing, mm-hmm. but that's too visual. It's not really podcasting, right, right. you know? I'm trying to think what else we could... Or you could... could just yell out numbers because you do four, one, two, three, four. Right. Which I was actually thinking about. But, yeah, so, I mean, the games are really fun, especially when they have an episode or a movie or whatever that's kind of lame. Uh, there was a good game on Monkey Club they did where it's um, describe the plot in like twelve words or less. Oh yeah, or yep. something like we maybe we could revive something like that. Oh, we could do Apes versus Humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about Monkey Club. What what role does a monkey play in our? Oh, in Batman? Batman. Yeah. Well, hmm. There's a co- now defunct monkey uh, club. Like that's the thing. There's a couple like actual sentient gorillas and apes in the DC universe. Like there's um, there's Detective Chimp, who's actually a great character despite the stupid name Detective Chimp. But he's like a Sherlock Holmes. Okay. He's a chimp. There's Gorilla Grodd, who's like a psychic evil gorilla thing. Uh, but none of them really tussle with Batman. I'm trying to think. Could it be? Um. The we okay. We we didn't miss any other than Cinemakers. I mean, I guess it's a Steven Soderbergh movie. I, I guess he'll direct it. Yeah. Hey man, that's fine. I'd like to see him do a Batman movie. I mean, would you though? I don't know. It would. With what tone? Be light. It would totally be light. I feel like, like Adam West light. Mm, I don't think he'd go that far. I don't think he'd go that far. Maybe. Like it wouldn't be like Logan Lucky, you know. It couldn't. That's that's like '60s Batman <laughs> that movie. Uh, but I look at like Traffic and The Limey, you know. Like The Limey is like his Batman movie, maybe. You know, it's about like old old Batman kicking ass, detecting. Yeah. Birdman Four. I, I remember saying on the podcast at one point, like he, like I wouldn't mind watching him do a Marvel movie. You know, I think he could just. He could just like whatever. Like I feel like he could just do that whatever easy. It's nothing compared to. Well, I feel like he can. What we learned through doing twenty episodes so far, and by the time you listen to this, we're actually probably just about. Oh no, the episode we recorded last night comes out February fifth, and this episode's going to come out January eighteenth. So like we're we're basically neck and neck, sort of. Okay. Um, we've learned so far through recording this that he can pretty much do anything. You know, like, whatever he wants to do, even if it's not great, he's able to pull it off. Mm. In terms of, like, making a, a even weird if, whatever kind of movie. Yeah, even if we don't necessarily like it, it doesn't mean it's it's necessarily bad. <laughs> Cage freaking out a little bit, getting a little sweaty, getting real nervous. Very tense moment. What do you think about the music here? Not enough. It's also kind of subdued. Yeah, it needs to be louder. And what was it earlier? Like it's just it's it's a little jarring when all of a sudden here comes uh, like the theme or the score and for the first time. Yeah. Like I like it when now if we were at a tense moment and then this music kicked back in because of previous usage. Like he could have easily used this music over Ethan Embry or whatever that guy's name um, that when he was doing the Russian roulette joke. He's jumpy. Well, he's about Freaking to. I mean, like they're gonna. Either they could. Blow, we could lose everything. 
I don't think I'm going to get many more of these, if any of these. I, I'm holding out hope for Cage stands on something weird. Yep. A helicopter. I need an airplane to win. I think Someone I, I'm making I a threat. Pro- I could probably get Cage's exasperated slash a broken man. I feel like that could come soon. It hasn't yet, though. It will. Very tense. I also feel like... I feel like what's also weird... This is another sort of dramatic tonal shift. You know what I mean? Like, as it sort of eases in, like... It was pretty lighthearted for a while, and now we're, we're kind of serious from here on yeah, out. it ends heavy, for sure. Yep. Like, the, he, he's going nuts right now. He's going to explode very soon. But man, oh man, they're going to... They're, they're, if things went well, they would have so many millions of dollars in diamonds. So much money. I do wish there were more bank robbery movies where they got away with it. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just like, that's why Ocean's Eleven is fun. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, Danny goes to jail, but he goes to jail for violating his parole. Like, he's right. going to jail he for go to robbing jail for 170 million. What was, um, did, no, what's the one I'm, hmm, there's one with Jason Statham that's pretty good. Uh, the Italian job? No, no. That's the one, that's the remake one, right, with Ed Norton? Yeah. I just watched that recently. I, I really didn't like it. Really? Yeah, especially when the, um, Seth Green keeps referring to himself as Napster, and they had the whole Napster thing oh, running through it. I was like, oh, yeah. Brother. What about, was it, is it like Parker? Not Parker. The Mechanic? Not The Mechanic. Stealing the bank robbery movie? Yeah, in London. Talking about Fast Five? No, 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 no. It's like in London, and they're stealing the Queen's letters or some some picture or something. The Declaration of Independence? <laughs> the Bank Job, it's called, I believe. It's just called The Bank Job. Okay. Is uh, that door closing on them? I don't know. Or is the camera moving? No, no I think the, the camera's moving. moving. I think it's all moving a little bit. That's a really cool, like... It's the, those are all vault drawers, right? Yep. Just touch one and it opens and it's just endless possibilities of wealth. Imagine if you, like, if this was your bedroom and, like, this is where you kept your clothes. <laughs> well, it's the future pods. Like, you just touch a thing and your bed pops out. You touch another one and your sink pops out. Touch something else and your clothes appear. Look at all that countless wealth. Jackpot. And, and that's just, you know, one tray from one vault on one wall of this massive safe. (laughs) I don't recall it being so sort of contemplative. Yeah, right. I feel like it's weird because we just don't know who they're stealing it from, you know. Which I guess ultimately doesn't matter because they're they're not going to get to enjoy it anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. But still, like, I thought it was all stolen. Like, like is it, is it, it, it like is this a Terry Benedict joint? No, no. I think it's something like uh, if I remember correctly, they're stealing from cops who stole this shit, or they're st- stealing from. This is all like stolen from evidence or something, right? 
I don't know. That's what I thought. And all of it is transported in those laundry trucks? Yeah. Oh, well, well, that's mm. part of watching it with the subtitles on, talking over it, and only seeing it once before. But it's fine. Now we're going to have Elijah's bout of humanity, right? Where he's caving to the pressures of this woman. Without her, without his mask, like, come on, Elijah. Rookie move. Going to have to go now. What an idiot. She's so upset because she knows what that means. Do we have... I got cage cries. I don't have anybody else cries, so... Like, do you think that if Cage saw him doing this, he would kill the both of them right now? No. He still needs Elijah. Or he would kill her then. Yeah. Absolutely. Just disappointing. I mean, I guess that's the whole thing, though, right? Because, like... You can have the perfect plan and sort of have the perfect mark and whatever, what have you, what have you. And then it's just a little bit of humanity or whatever. Any little moment, any little thing can just ruin it. Foil a perfect plan. (laughs) She seriously just wrote her number on his hand like that? Like, I I have trouble writing numbers on my own hand. Kind of, oh yeah, okay. Where do I have this movie on my Nicolas Cage ranked list on Letterboxd? The Trust. Mm-hmm. 44. Mm. Mm, I gotta I gotta start my rank lists on Letterboxd for Cage. It's behind the National Treasure movie. It's behind World Trade Center. Huh. Crudes, Outcast, Captain Corelli, The Boy in Blue, G-Force. Outcast. It's better than Outcast now. Yeah, I got him in Deadfalls above that. I'm going to move it up to 37. I'm going to move it up seven slots. Ahead of The Boy uh-huh. in Blue, ahead of Captain Corelli, ahead of Outcast, The Croods, World Trade, Stulling. National Treasure. I was telling my nephew about The Boy in Blue stuff, about how, like, uh, sculling was the national pastime, and then baseball came and just stole all this thunder. I was like, what is he talking about? He's a huge baseball fan, and he's only, like, eight years old, so I was like, well, you know, before there was baseball, there was competitive rowing. (laughs) He just looked at me like, wow, I'm not surprised it's not popular anymore, and baseball is. Yeah, but... I gave this three stars. I'm going to bump it up to three and a half. I think I had it at, like, I would have given, like, four, then I went down to three, and I'm bringing it back to three and a half, because there's a lot of, there's a lot in here I really like. What's with this Arsenal introduced so late in the game? Oh, Arsenal? Oh. Buddy. I think it's more like they realize the kind of place that these people are living. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, no. They were sort of, like, guards, they're put there as like a front. Yep. Add tags, cage club. Huh? Done. Safe. Oh boy. 
it does feel like a long 91 minute movie this was a lot of fun to watch in a theater a crowded theater because the comedy moments play better the tense moments play a little bit better Mm. it's just the lulls in between especially when you're not paying 100% attention when you're just instead babbling about whatever nonsense we've been talking about for the last 71 minutes uh, it, it sort of slows a lot of the other stuff down so sometimes it's hard when you have inherently funny or sort of stupid or inept characters getting this serious you know about like taking it this serious and this far sometimes it like throws the rhythm off for me yeah like if they had kept it lighter here at the end somehow like if he killed the guy by accident like it was more of a Marvin in the face situation or something like that. I accidentally shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> think God came down and stopped those bullets. I haven't seen that all the way through in a long time. I kind of I kind of stayed away from that movie for a couple of years to because I just seen it so much. Uh, I saw it like three times in theaters. Did you really? Yeah, I have vivid memories because it's like. I don't know. It just seemed like we should remember seeing this in theaters. <laughs> back, like a couple of months before I moved back from Austin, the draft house had a Tarantino month, and I saw a bunch of stuff in front of theaters. Mm. And I, I saw that in theaters, and I wish I never went to one of those quote alongs. But I feel like that should have been the movie that I want to see a quote along for because yeah, I could shout out. And I would strike down with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my hand upon you. But yeah, I saw that. I saw True Romance in theaters, which is a delight. Mm. I, yeah, that and um, well, I didn't I remember my friend. Like this is before I really knew who, because when Tarantino hit, like I was in high school and he was new and everything. And my friend said he went to see. Um, um, Natural Born Killers on Acid. Okay. <laughs> I was, was like, was oh. he involved in that or no? Yeah, well, it, it's from his screenplay. If you ever read the screenplay, it's pretty different. Okay. But it's got a lot of the same moments. It's just very, I don't know. I don't think he would have directed it like that insane. Well, shit, man. I guess I'm just a natural born killer. That's the only line I remember from that movie. I don't know why he does that. He, like, rolls up his sleeves when he says it. Robert Downey? No, um, Woody? Woody Harrelson when he's being interviewed. Robert Downey in that is just fucking amazing. Did we ever have a name for a Robert Downey podcast? No, Downtime? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> have been one, but. I do really like that name, uh, Movies Are My Religion with John Brooks. <sighs> yeah. I noticed he didn't reply to us at all about No, that. he will, though, I think. I know. I'll probably just give a thumbs up. Um... Yeah, because even though Alien coming in, I don't like it. Like, it's clearly not an Alien movie, and Ridley Scott's trying to work out, like, all this religious stuff in his head. It's just like he's jumping around so much, whereas I feel Mother is much more of, like, a linear progression. Yeah, Mother kind of beats you over the head with what it is, but, you know. Hey, man. Love it. Mother. Do you want to bang hands for me? Just start singing Danzig hits. Yeah. From New Jersey. Oh, here we go. The Freak Out. It's a good one. I feel like this is the last good one that we've had from him, really. 
You think? Like, when he was hunting for OBL, o- 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 OSB, Osama, OBL, yeah, OBL. OBL, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were right. When he was hunting for OBL, like, you know, he never got to that, like, anger point of freaking out. He was just a freak. Like, he'd go kayak shopping and be like, I want a kayak, and he'd be like, I want the biggest kayak. I want to get Nicholas uh, Cage to play me. That's, that was amazing. It's still amazing. Well, you want to play so I don't know, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is a cool shot, though, too. Yeah, the red. And... Reminds me of Bangkok Dangerous. That is. Look at that. That's... Man, like, I know you're acting, but how are you not terrified in that role as he, Elijah Wood? I think he's terrified. Also, how much do you pay to be to have Cage in your face oh, shouting man. at you? This is the thing. I bet Elijah Wood was like, why don't you just take my salary and put it toward making the movie better? Because I will work with this guy for free. <laughs> I, feel like he, he, uh, I feel like it's something he just checked off his bucket list. Like, yes, I've always wanted to. Because wasn't he supposed to be, or he was rumored to be something in the Lord of the Rings? He was offered the a role in Lord of the Rings, I believe. Was he the Orlando Bloom role? Early. No, but I think it might have been the uh, guy who played Agent Smith, the other, the, the elf elder, okay. maybe, or one of the royal humans or something. But uh, I think it was the distance at the time, didn't want to be away from his family for however long it took. He also doesn't like being tied down to one place for years. Yeah, and doing three movies with the same character, I think like that's the thing he doesn't like to do so much is revisit the same person too much. I think that's why we haven't gotten a Last um, Treasure Three. Yeah. Although I feel like that would—I feel like it's been long enough now. True. He would have a different spin on it. They'd, they'd, I feel like I feel like I feel like it's not Cage holding up a National Treasure Three. I feel like it's Disney. Like, let's not—he's not a bankable star. Yeah. Because the crowd for National Treasure Three would not be the crowd for National Treasure Two. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a lot more people who look like us and a lot less people who look like families. <laughs> or maybe it's Doctor Abigail Chase. Just like I don't want to be portrayed that way in, in a movie like that again. Just Riley. Just you know. Oh man! Can you imagine, imagine if they tried to revive the franchise with just Riley having random sex and white girl with his red sports car? It's his fleet of red sports cars. Oh, something funny! Because uh, I was listening to you on the Geek on Geek podcast and Nerd on Nerd. Excuse sorry, me. Sorry, sorry. Nerd on Nerd podcast. And one of the guys got driving lessons for his birthday, right? Last and he talked about how the steering wheel was on the American side. Yeah. So when they were shooting National Treasure 2, they shot it in London, and they had to uh, import American cars for Riley to drive so that the steering wheel was on the right side. That's funny. Um, I feel like it's tough. Like, this morning when I was driving to work, I... They had one lane closed. It was like a two-lane road, you know, like, back, like sort of like a country road, and like, uh... I had, they had one side closed, so they had cops on both sides, and they were like, you know, had to stop with the slow sign. And I have to drive on the left side of the road for like like half a mile or a mile and I was like oh this is so weird <laughs> you're in London for a minute but I feel like I feel like it would be more normal to be on the right side if you're driving on the left you'd want to be on the right side you want to be closer to the middle of the road I think yeah wouldn't you maybe not I would imagine just so probably. used to it I don't understand why there wasn't like a universal agreement at some point where the whole world got together and said look 
steering wheel goes here. You know? Well, I'm, I'm listening to uh, the Comedy Bang Bang tour live tour from UK last year. At like, currently, like I'm a, I'm a year behind or whatever. But he's talking about how like only England and Australia, the only countries in the world, oh. England and Australia, the only countries in the world that you drive on the left side of the road. He's like, why don't you just change that? He's like, well, we also are the only people who don't use the metric system, so like, why don't we change? You know what I mean? Like, right. every country has its thing. I guess that's what makes them their country, sets them apart. Hey, Keith, don't you want to hop on an airplane? Yeah, really. Can't I just like, if I heard a helicopter pass overhead, does that count? I'm also surprised at how little overt sexism. I mean, aside from the fact that like she's kind of a damsel in distress or what, you know what I mean? But like, here's his mistake. I feel like they're treating her very. Sort of kindly. He actually lets her go, right? I mean, and that's his downfall. Well, he shoots Cage. But yeah. Downfall. He trusts her. <gasps> that's his downfall. <laughs> Prequel to Arsenal. Look at that old ass Ars- uh, the TV they got there. Anytime I see a tube TV nowadays, and this was shot last year, so. We've got four in our garage if you want any. Oh, like that? CRT. We're getting rid of them, yeah. I have like two or three down in the basement from the old days. Uh, is Cage Gets Shot a thing that we do? I don't think so. Okay. Probably Cage dies as one, but he doesn't, he doesn't die at this moment. He dies a little bit later. Yeah. Poor Cage. Anything I can cross off here? Cage, he's a broken man here. That's for Absolutely. Sure. Cage, is he crying? think he's crying. Man, he's not yet, I don't think. we're. I'm not going to win because I still need overt sexism to cross that bingo off. And I, I really don't feel like we got overt sexism in this movie, so good for you. Don't got school, no peaches, no beach, no billiards, no bowling, no tattoo, no grunts. Yeah, I, we could get a grunt, but that's all that can help me win. Yeah, I don't think I'm winning either. So. How many of you have crossed off? I think you probably have more than me. I only have. I have a. I have a four here. I, I have a four. So not not counting the the, okay, the free space. I have nine. Four, five, six. Okay, I have nine as well. So Uh-oh. it's a real tie. It's a real uh, it's a terrible game coming of bingo. Down the wire here. It's a photo finish. Elijah creeping up on Cage. I'd like to see Elijah play like an actually like a like a good cop. Well, he. Have you watched Dark Gently's Holistic Detective Agency? I've seen just the first episode where he's just like freaking out the whole episode. Yeah, he's not a cop enough. He's kind of close-ish. He's cop adjacent, sort of. Uh, some would say death is the ultimate workout. Should I cross off Cage Works Out? <laughs> uh, oh, airplane tickets? Mm, no, I'm not. I'm not going to count it. But man, that might be the closest I get to winning. Send me to airport jail. Still one of my favorite. Is that honeymoon in Vegas? Yep. That's what you get for waking up in honeymoon in Vegas. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. That's what you get for waking up in Vegas. Is a Katy Perry song. Oh, is it? Okay. Off her first album, "Shut Up and Shake the Glitter the Glitter Off Your Towel Now." That's what it's called. Waking up in waking waking up in Vegas is her is the song. It's off uh, whatever her first album, the the I Kissed a Girl album. I don't know if it was called I Kissed a Girl or, but the one with that and the one with You're So Gay, which is Katy Perry. What are you doing back then? And uh, (laughs) all those. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I don't. 
Listen, you should. You should be. I know her. I know Roar. So we had Elijah crying, but that's not Cage crying. You know, Katy Perry kind of. You know who could play her is the girl from uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Emily um, Blunt. Yeah, she could play Katy Perry. I think so. Maybe. I mean, they won't make that movie if they do for another twenty years anyway. Probably so they get to get what out. a biopic. Yeah, of Katy Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Be weird. Now, Elijah, you're so dumb. Alright. They're driving out to the middle of the desert. Airplane? No airplanes I don't see in anything. sight. I, you, you know that the sun, they're like, hold for airplane. Had to have happened. But I feel like it's just part of Vegas is that there's just you constantly. Yeah, you're in a flight path. Yeah. You are a destination. Like, yeah, I mean. He's so dumb. Like, this just cements it, you know? It just, yep. I'm just I'm not even watching the movie now, I'm just looking at the sky, like give me an airplane. Or a helicopter. Would a helicopter give you the win? No, but it would make me happy. It would also get <laughs> it would also break the tie in terms of uh nine to nine. Mm, yeah. I just uh, oh wait a second, is they're gonna run into Coop and uh Diane out there? Kinda looks like it. Or Coop and not Laura. Or or whoever and whoever. Richard and Linda. Yeah. How far are you driving, really, Elijah? Like, where are you? Well, what's your plan here, bud? It's like, uh... This is kind of the beach of the desert. That almost counts, but I'm... Uh... You see, the, the problem desert? is I have, I have a lot of things that's, that Cage does. Like, I have five categories left that Cage does, and Cage is dead. Like, there's nothing I can do. Some would say the desert is the ultimate beach without any water. Yeah. <laughs> Just beach. <laughs> Elijah... Oh, Elijah. And they don't care. He's a cop. He's a crooked cop. He's a dirty cop. That's the number she wrote. She called. You don't. You, you burnt. I mean... I don't understand how you could trust a woman who is found in this apartment that has a closet full of guns. At like least she's the, like, she's like, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Is but this like, the trust that the title alludes to? The titular trust? <laughs> is this it? That he should not have trusted her? I don't Man. recall him ever dying in anything before. Elijah? Yeah. And this girl is, uh, fucked. But no, she's gonna be fine. Well, it is a little scary to be in a car with no one driving and the bag over your head. Yeah, well, she take the bag off. Pull that e-brake. Tokyo Drift to something. Yeah, exactly. Do some baby driver move. Bell bottoms. Was he slow? No. <laughs> uh, oh, so close. I loved it. So close. There you go, girl. You're a bad person, but the bad guys win because the good guys are actually bad guys. Kind of a happy ending. Is it? No. For her it is. Sure. Nice little blood spatter on the seat. Not overt sexism because she survives. Yep. Damn it. Unless they were being overtly sexist against Elijah Wood. No, I'm totally kidding. (laughs) Here comes that good song again that should have been laced throughout the movie. Is this Elvis and or the Beatles? No. 
but it's a nice beat. That's a really. This nice is the beat. It's the Vegas. It's the Vegas song. You know, totally like uh, Terry Benedict yep. going down, and they are relegated. They're they're left to be nothing more than a box on a shelf in a warehouse of boxes. Nobody's gonna check. That's what their life is amounted to. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But there are instruments, but no one's playing them. Hmm. Does not count. I'm even going to take a model airplane of this plane. You know, like, is there a crime right. that had an airplane involved? <laughs> Why is there just a payphone there? That's pretty funny. Evidence? Yeah, I know it's evidence, but what could that crime have been? Here's the drill. It's reminiscent of another thing that we talked about already, the X-Files. Also reminiscent sort of of... Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. Sure, Raiders. The Raiders there. <laughs> a little bit of National Treasure, kind of. Uh-huh. Bit of a cage connection there. And so yeah, that was the trust. Alright. I wonder if there's a post credit scene? scene. If only. I would Oh be... wow, these are scrolling so slow. Well, so the the movie's an hour thirty one, we've been doing yeah, we got four minutes of these. Whoa, come on guys. You could have just So the movie is really hour twenty seven minutes. <laughs> So when I saw this at South by Southwest, I filmed an 18-minute Q&A with the oh, right. directors, and that's on our YouTube channel, which I th- you can just search Cage Club on YouTube. i got to figure out a better way to export video more quickly, because I want to get the podcast up on YouTube, just because it's you know another place for you to sort of have them, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. like, I don't video know... Video files, man. Because the... It's a complicated thing that you, the listener, don't need to know about. But if you know how to quickly export, basically all I need is a still image or a series of still images with audio. Um, trying to do it through Windows Movie Maker, not really working well, just taking too long. I don't think it's worth doing two hours. I guess I could just set it and forget it and sort of walk well, away. I could try doing it on um, Adobe. So why don't I try it? Send me, send me a file and some photos and I'll line it all up and I'll try it this weekend or something. Everything's online. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I'll just yeah, I'll just do a sample. Hey, listener, if you made it this far, you can go to cageclub.me slash images, and we have <laughs> oh, uh, pictures from the first 78 Cage movies. All the screenshots I took for the reviews that Mike and I used to write. Thank God we don't do the reviews anymore. Oh, my Holy God. Holy moly. Um, and you know what, though? It's nice that there's guys like Chris Caulfield writing new reviews yeah. doing the Tower Cage. Tower of Nicholas Cage. I'm going to do another end-of-year wrap-up like I did last year. That kind of worked out nice. Just did like a... I'm also excited paragraph. to do a uh, best of. Remember we did like the one episode from each show that sort of best emphasizes what the show mm-hmm. was? Because now we've got like nine shows. How many actually? Huh? How many shows do we have? Let's see here. Drum roll, please. We have Cage Club. We have Keanu Club. We have P.S. Love Hoffman, Cinemakers, Now and Again, Wistful Thinking, Zack Attack. The podcast is going to start on December 1st. All his movies didn't have anything this year, so that doesn't count. Monkey Love didn't have anything this year, that doesn't count. But we're also going to have Boyfriend Material, that's 9. Uh, Magic Mix is 10. And Too Fast, Too Forever is 11. So those three are only going to have one episode out by that point, but. We went from a year where we had like four? What yeah. did we have last year? Four? Cage, Keanu, Zack, and Monkey, right? Right. Uh, oh, now and again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went That's from dark. five to 11 in a year. Damn. Wow. It's like multiplying like gremlins. And then this year, we're going to have a new one from you. We're going to have a new one from Tobin. 
That's right. Still growing. Uh, I want more people. If you want to, if you want a podcast, maybe we'll have <laughs> movies or my religion. That'd be cool. Listen, John Brooks, you're not listening. I know you're not listening because you have way better well, things he to do. He wouldn't have to host it. Like, you know, we would just have him on and then ask. Well, him, no, I like, don't want to be on it, but I would edit it. Well, I mean, I would be on sometimes. I could just be on and just be like, okay, and then set him off because I just feel like you just have to sort of like nudge him and he'll poke go the bear. Off. What's that? The pro- I just said poke the bear. Yes. Producers wish to thank Lucy Bell Warman Pope, Atticus Warman Pope. Do you think those are huh babies or Christy animals? Pope? Lots of popes. Possibly. I mean, they're all lowercase too. Directors do thank their children in the. These guys were young. These guys are real young. I don't think they have kids. I mean, they could have, but you know, they're they're just people who love Nicolas Cage. They're smart people, is what I'm saying. So go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, at cageclubpod on Twitter, email mailbag at cageclub.me. Let us know if you made it to the end here. We're going to keep doing these, even if you're not listening to them, <laughs> just because it's, a, it's an excuse to watch cage movies and talk about it and hang out, but I'd like for people to be listening, so any last thoughts, Mike? No, see you next time. Bye!